that is the memory that the Glazers are taking into this offseason. They are not about to tear this team down and throw Mayfield to the Wolves. You are not allowed to uh, lather that sauce. You know, Jason Light thinks this team's a contender. Jason Light thinks this team's going to win 11 games next year and, and win the division again. Buccaneers fans, the Ira Kaufman podcast is on, marching toward the NFL Scouting Combine, which starts next week. Exciting times, free agencies around the corner, lots of question marks, but there's never a question mark when it comes to the star of this show. He's the sage of Tampa Bay sports, the baron of Big Storm Beer, Mr. Bill Curry Ford himself, the king of Newport Ritchie, Uncle Ira, the custodian of Canton, Ira Kaufman. I'm Steve Isbitz of JoeBucksFan.com. Lee D. Kemper of JoeBucksFan.com is here. We got plenty to get into, Ira. We need some clarification on a lot of things. First, let me clarify, though, that Bill Curry Ford Tampa's first family of Ford presents all of Ira's work at JoeBucksFan.com. Right now, Sage, you got to write down the zeros, Ira. You ready with your pen or your crayon, whatever you got over there? <laughs> I, got a, I got a hacked off crayon. I'm, I'm ready. All right. Zero money down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, zero payments for 90 days. That's what's flying right now at Bill Curry Ford, their month-long President's Day sale, BillCurryFord.com. The giant, redone, exquisite dealership, unbelievable next-generation dealership is open uh, with all the new touches a mile north of the stadium on Dale Mabry Highway on the right side. GM Sean Sullivan, our draft guru, will be hearing a lot of draft talk from him very soon, and he is handing fans a $500 gift card just for ordering a new vehicle through their concierge ordering service. You can see that online. No deposit, 10-year roadside assistance, and 10-year lifetime warranty on all new vehicles. BillCurryFord.com. Don't screw it up. Get to Bill Curry Ford. Shop there first. And our friends at Florida's Elite Restoration, they are ready for you 24-7 because those disasters strike, flood, mold appears. You know, you had some water earlier in the year, and now... Poof, you've got mold in your garage or behind a wall, and it's a disaster. You have to call them 24-7 to get a free evaluation at your home with the latest technology. Mention Ira or Joe Bucks fan when you call. And if you need their services, if you need them to work with you and restore your property and fight with your insurance company for the money that you deserve, they're going to give you $500 back if you mentioned Ira when you first call or Joe Bucks fan after that free evaluation. Florida's Elite Restoration.com. They're a family owned business. Josh Martin, he's fantastic. Good friend of ours. They service the entire Bay Area and beyond. Florida's Elite Restoration.com. And Sage later, we'll talk about some of the cool things going on at Big Storm Brewing Company and some great new redesigns on the beers and packaging. BigStormBrewery.com. See the menus and the tap rooms and the beers. Right there, BigStormBrewery.com. All right, Ira, there's a lot of confusion out there because there was a report that said Antoine Winfield Jr. is the guy who's going to get the Bucks franchise tag if they use it at all. And that's quite a thing to report when you have a quarterback who you know the team wants back and the team is going to lose if he's not their quarterback next year, barring some weird twist of fate. So... Everything revolves around the quarterback, and I'll maintain that you don't need a one-year deal on a safety if you have no quarterback. That's like uh, you know having four new tires and no motor. So I don't know if I believe that report. We need to get your opinion, whether it's just smokescreen planted by the general manager, 
or a Bucks official to get Mayfield thinking, hey, you know, I might uh, not uh, have the deal in place that I think I do. Do you think there's any chance that the Bucks let Baker Mayfield hit free agency? No, and I'm starting to think that way about Mike Evans uh, also. Lee, in terms of Winfield and the franchise tag, Lee, to me, you use the franchise tag if you're not quite sure this is your guy going forward. And I think Mayfield fits that bill. I don't have any questions about Winfield. He's proven everything to me over the years. And he's getting better. I say lock up Winfield for three years. Give him his money. I mean, it's not a $100 million deal. You know, it might be, um, you know, $45 million. And I don't have any more questions about Winfield. Now, as far as Mayfield's concerned, Lee, yeah, it's going to cost you a lot of money to franchise him north of $30 million. I understand that. But I don't know, Lee, I just don't know if I'm willing to give Mayfield an extended contract at this point. He's a guy I think that you say, show me again. Show me again. And as far as Evans is concerned, Lee, and we'll get into it more, they let him test free agency, Lee, he's gone. He's gone, and I wouldn't blame him. I can name you two teams right off the top of my head that would throw a lot of money uh, at Evans' direction. Quite frankly, Lee, and maybe I'm being a little naive, I'm a little taken back by uh, how invested and entrenched Buck fans are with Mike Evans. I mean, they love this guy. There's a lot of reasons for it besides his play on the field and his consistency. He's a tremendous representative for this franchise. At least some people are saying that they're not renewing their their tickets if, if, uh, if Evans is not brought back. They are totally into Evans, and I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him and just talking to him in the locker room that last month or two. He really didn't know what was going on. He, he was concerned. Uh, and a guy that wants to finish his career with one team and going to the Hall as a Buccaneer, I think he's a little distressed about what he feels has been a little bit of a lack of respect. Why is it taking this long? I don't see franchising Winfield Lee. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. He's a guy that I want to be a Buccaneer for a long, long time. Maybe finish his career as a Buccaneer. I know we're talking about 10 years down the line, but Lee, Winfield's got nothing to prove to me. And to me, franchise tag, generally speaking, that's a guy that you want to see one more solid year from before you commit to him. I don't disagree with you, Ira. Franchise tag to me is you use it at a critical position where you don't want to lose a guy, but for whatever reason, contract talks aren't going smoothly. That franchise tag buys you a couple of months that you could extend the negotiations. I don't really consider safety a critical position. To me, there's three critical positions, and I get this, I got this straight from Gil Brandt. Number one, quarterback. Number two, pass rusher. Number three, left tackle. So they have no real stud left uh, uh, defensive end that's uh, a free agent. Right. Left tackle, where they got him for the next year. So what? He, what's left? Quarterback. And he's not signed. And again, that buys you time to negotiate. I'm more scared of Winfield leaving than I am Evans. I can just tell you what Baker Mayfield told me personally in Las Vegas. And I asked Baker, I said, what are the percentages that if you come back, Evans will come back? He looked at me and smiled. He said, pretty high. That, that's a better source than I am. <laughs> so he would know better than I. And Winfield, my gosh, if I need a safety and that guy gets on the open market, how many suitors would that guy have? Holy cow. What's he, 24, 25? Yes. And he, at the peak of his career? 
my gosh. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a game changer. We saw that. He won the game at Carolina. He damn near won the game against Atlanta at home. Uh, right. that, that man is a game changer. I can go all sorts of ways here. Me, personally, I wouldn't franchise Winfield, but I sure wouldn't let him hit the open market. Uh, I'd use that tag on either Evans or Mayfield. Probably Mayfield, because, again, quarterback, that's the most important position. Steve, you think there's anything to my... Um factor i want to see mayfield do it again whereas um, i'm more convinced that um winfield's the the real deal and that could be a factor in in leaning towards using the franchise tag on mayfield before you commit to him long term steve does that make any sense to you well sage your your opinion is your opinion uh cultivated from 73 years in the industry and it's very valid and I'm with it, but I want you to, to hone in on the, the core question here, Ira. This, you said no. You said there's no chance the Bucks would let Mayfield walk away. Lee, do you think there's any chance Mayfield would be allowed to walk away? Yeah. Someone, someone offers him a ridiculous amount of money, and who knows? You know, again, all it takes is one. But, but this is what I'm saying. No, it doesn't. All they have to do is put the franchise tag on him. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I haven't looked up what it costs to keep him on a franchise tag. I, I don't know that. And if it's something ridiculous, given the draft, no. Steve, I think the biggest factor with Mayfield and Evans, they don't have alternatives. They don't have proven options. Uh, the trash mob, uh, with all due respect, <laughs> Lee, what's he throwing, 11 passes? I mean, come on. You know, Jason White thinks this team's a contender. Jason Light thinks this team's going to win 11 games next year and and win the division again. I'm not sure he's wrong about winning the division again. Steve, what are their options behind Mayfield at 26? How do you know J.J. McCarthy's going to be there? How do you know Penix is going to be there? You want to move up from 26 to 13? They might ask for next year's number one pick. I mean, it's a, it's a big jump, Steve. Uh, a, a number three ain't going to do it. Well, Steve, let, let me throw this. I agree with you, Ira. I agree with you. And, and I think the same thing holds for Evans. Steve, the same thing holds for Evans. They just don't have guys in the pipeline that's ready to assume that role. CBS, they put out the franchise tag, the new updated uh, projected totals based on the likely salary cap and all that and and the finalized contracts that are out there. So quarterback is looking at $36.3 million for the 2024 season, and safety is $16.2 million. Uh, the top safeties in the league, Ira, they are – Pulling in, um, you know, like your Jesse Bates is on a four-year, $64 million deal. There's a few top safeties on $16 million. The top, top echelon, the Minka Fitzpatrick's, the Derwin James, they're in the neighborhood of $18, 19000000 million a year. So, of course, Winfield is looking for, you know, $17, $18, 19000000 million a year, and that's what the Bucks are contemplating. I don't know if those numbers make a difference. See, Ira, I just, you know, you just said Jason Light thinks he's got an 11 win team but he only thinks that if baker mayfield is the quarterback i just don't think that there's any chance they would let him leave the building i guess there is a chance but my point is do you believe that report that they would only use it on winfield Uh, that was the tampabay.com report that came out uh, i think two days ago that that was etched in stone in in the words of uh, our comrade lee DeKemper. I'll say it before Lee says it. Be careful what you believe in in the weeks going up to free agency. Am I right, Lee? Uh, all the time. Year lying after year. Uh, lying season. Steve, you just made the critical point. What are their options beyond Baker Mayfield, Lee, uh, realistically? 
What are their options? If they plan uh, on competing this year, there are none. Unless, uh, unless, and uh, Rich Gannon was telling me about this when I talked to him up in uh, Las Vegas. Unless you're going to bring in Kirk Cousins, there are no other options. If you want to compete. Now, if you want to blow the whole thing up, Evans doesn't come back. And that, to me, that's the key. If Evans doesn't come back, I'm not using the franchise on Mayfield. If Evans, if Evans doesn't come back, I'm thinking about just going out and get a quarterback and a wide receiver in the draft. It's deep with wide receiver, and we know all about quarterbacks. So I'd be tempted to go that way and, like, you know, kiss this year goodbye and worry about 2025. I'd be tempted to do that. Well, you're making a strong point here, Steve, that has to be addressed. Yeah, Mike um, Evans. Mike Evans is the key. Yeah. Uh, to Lee's point, if you lose Mayfield or Evans, or, either or, not Winfield, but either of those two guys, you might have to reassess what direction you're going in. You understand that, Steve. Buck fans don't want to think about it. Taking a step back at this point after winning the division year after year, that, that's a tough pill to swallow. I don't think Light's... I don't think Light's ready to do that. So in that respect, I, I think he's got to bring Mayfield back and Evans back because he thinks this team's a contender. The NFC's a little watered down compared to the AFC. He looks at this thing and says, we, we can win a lot of games and be dangerous. We played Detroit tough. Detroit manhandled San Francisco in the first half the following week. Could have won that game. Jason Light thinks they can be in the NFC title game. But Steve, a lot can change. And I think that philosophy has to change if, if you lose Mayfield or Evans. I think that's a game changer. Ira, how much heat do you think Todd Bowles is given light to make sure that he gets Evans and Mayfield back? I, I think quite a bit. But ultimately, uh, it's the Glazers. It's the yeah. Glazers. You know, when it comes to a Mike Evans, especially, or Mayfield, they have a big say. They write the checks. They deserve a say. I don't think they're going to necessarily weigh in on Devin White. But when it comes to, uh, <laughs> Steve, when it comes to number 13 or number 6, you got to run things past the Glazers. I, I think kind of they have the final say. And, Steve, one very important point, I think, in terms of bowls, you got to give them something to work with. And, Steve, I don't think there's any question. Bowles is 100% in on Baker Mayfield. 100%. Didn't, didn't uh, Evan's agent call out the Glazers, said it's out of light's hands? It's the Glazers who won't... Uh, Back in the summer. Yeah, I think yeah. he did. He did. Uh, that, uh, the compensation the Glazers were or the Bucks were offering wasn't uh, commensurate with uh, Evan's resume. Yeah, that's a great point, Lee. That was uh, something that came out or leaked out in the summer uh, from Evan's agent when they were you know, wrangling uh, back in August, uh, whatever it was. So uh, nobody really knows the truth here. They, they all may just want to come back and they're just playing games to see how much money they can get. But I just think it's Bucks fans need to open their eyes because I don't see any scenario that Mayfield isn't back as the quarterback. It just doesn't fit on any level. I don't, you know, I don't even know why it would fit unless they choose to blow up the team. But that means they hate Todd Bowles. It means they're telling Todd Bowles, "Hey, <laughs> hey, we, we don't like, we don't like you. We don't trust you. Uh, we're not leveraging the future to make sure Mayfield and Evans come back, and you can have a rookie quarterback." And, you know, good luck with no running game. You know, that's a great point you make, Steve, because they're basically hanging in bowls out to dry if they do that. And, Lee, a big, big factor. And, look, nobody would want it any other way, but, it, it, you know, it is what it is, Lee. They got the 26th pick. They, yeah. they don't have the 6th pick. They had the 6th pick. Maybe you go with a rookie quarterback. Maybe you do on a rookie contract. And that can help you in so many ways. But, Lee, at 26, you, you don't know what's going on. 
Maybe you get a shot at Penix. Maybe you don't. McCarthy's probably gone. Certainly the big three are gone. Lee, what, what are you going to do? Go to Tyrod Taylor? I mean, you know, <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Steve, you really, Kobe Brissett. Steve, do you really want to do that after, after um, Mayfield has ingratiated himself with, with Buck Nation? Not after getting to the second round of the playoffs. Uh, Sage, I wanted to run this past you as far as it relates to the quarterbacks. And Daniel Jeremiah, who's the top draft guru at NFL Network, former college quarterback, former scout for the Eagles, Ravens, I think the Browns as well. And uh, you know, draft fans know him extremely well. He was on radio just saying, hey, look, there's two tiers of quarterbacks. And again, he's an ex-quarterback and evaluates these guys all year round. Uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, no surprise. That's his top tier. And then tier two is um, the the other three, which is uh, McCarthy, who you mentioned, Penix, and Bo Nix. And he explained that those six quarterbacks of the first 13 picks, eight teams are potential quarterback takers. Eight of the first top 13. And the Bucks are sitting at 26, which means what they would need to trade up is probably extraordinary and would would further set back uh, Jason Light. If there really are that many quarterback needy teams, then you got to fight and you got to jump and you got to give up. uh, You know, he's going to have to give up future number, uh, at least one future number one uh, to get there. So, you know, I don't know. I I don't see the Glazers necessarily wanting to do that. Do you think they would be willing to uh, mortgage some of the future, Sage, to to go get maybe the sixth best quarterback in – this draft, a guy who they probably might think is the fourth best, but do you think they want to mortgage draft picks? Well, yeah, I'm not doing that unless there's a consensus in the scouting department, topped by Jason Light, that uh, this is the guy. Maybe they feel that way about Bo Nix. Maybe. Maybe he'll be there at 15. Maybe. But, Lee, there's a lot of quarterback-needy teams, and, Lee, <laughs> well, yeah, I know it's crazy, but the, the Bucks are, again... Again, they're in purgatory at 26. Lee, now, look, it was a thrill ride last year, and, and, and Buck fans wouldn't, you know, don't want to do anything different and take their lumps at uh, 5 and 12 uh, and, and sit there at number 5 and, and, and get a quarterback. You might be able to move from 5 to 3, you know, without uh, going crazy. But, Lee, 26, 26. I mean, is there a demand for the 26 pick from a team that's sitting at 15? You don't know who's going to be there. You don't know that you're going to be able to get your guy when, when 10 more picks are going off the board. It's not a great position. It's not. And you got Trask, and then you got a bunch of journeymen, free agents, and uh, Cousins is a lot older than Mayfield, Lee. He's a lot older. Uh, and coming off a serious injury. I, I don't see that at all. I don't see Cousins as a possibility. And he's going to demand as much money as Mayfield. Lee, what are you gaining? What are you gaining with Kirk Cousins? I... I'm with Steve. Mayfield's got to be a Buccaneer this fall. I think the way to do it for me is use the franchise tag. And Lee, if he does it again, 29 touchdowns and 11 interceptions, and the team wins 10 games, then I will commit long-term to Baker Mayfield. And we can go so many ways here. One of the things, and I, I can't discount it, which sort of suggests the Bucks are in the ballpark with Mayfield, and maybe they're just, they being Mayfield's uh, uh people are waiting on Evans. You know, the Bucks reached out to Mayfield and, we, and it's common knowledge. They, re, they reached out to Mayfield. Like, what do you want for an offensive coordinator? Well, that's a hell of a move to, to make if you're not going to bring the guy back. That's right. 
That's another good indication, Steve, of the way they're thinking about Mayfield. Probably thinking at the very least we're going to have him one more year. At the very least. And we control that. We, we can stop him from entering free agency. Steve, in my opinion, when the dust settles and, you know, this crazy salary cap goes up and up and up and the Bucks are good at these things, Steve, I, I think all three are coming back. I, I think Bruce Arians, what he told Rock Riley, uh, is right. What he told me uh, is right. Uh, what Rondé Barber is indicating. Lee, I think Winfield, Mayfield, and Evans. I think they're all coming back. Well, I, uh, that will be a very, very proud day in Bucks Nation. Steve, they're good at finding a way, Steve. They find a way. Yeah, they're great at finding a way. I wanted to clarify one thing uh, for fans. So there was this deadline out there, Ira, hanging there, that said if the Bucks signed Evans and Mayfield by this date, they could uh, recoup all... You know, like combined, it was like $9 million in salary cap money for 2024. And the common philosophy or just the assumption was that the Bucks wanted to recoup that salary cap money for this year and not charge it off as dead money this year and kick it down the road to next year. And my counter was, hey, Jason Light hasn't showed a ton of interest in not wanting to eat dead money and eventually square up his ledger. Uh, sooner rather than later because they could have split Tom Brady into two years or pushed, you know, asked him to help them out with that. But they ate the whole charge last year and they ate the Evans charge and the Mayfield charge for this year. So it wasn't like this salary cap money disappeared and they could have gotten it. Jason Light just decided, obviously, to, you know, eat it uh, this year instead of later, which is probably ultimately a good thing. I wouldn't read too much into it, Steve, as an indication that uh, these guys aren't coming back or that the Bucks have soured on. No, uh, no. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't read that that way, Lee. They have a plan. The Bucks have a plan. Um, it, it will unfold uh, right before our eyes in the next two or three weeks. Uh, something could happen at Indy. Wouldn't surprise me, Lee. While we're out there, I'm guessing those three are coming back. I think Alvani David will will sign for one more year. Devin White's a goner. We all know that. And all the rest you, you can uh, compensate for. You can't compensate for Mayfield and Evans, Lee. You just can't do it. Certainly not Evans. There were some people on Twitter that uh, they were just making a point. Like, well, Evans has so many drops. <laughs> Have you seen his production? <laughs> you know, that gets back to the old thing. You know, remember I used to argue about Jameis? Like, oh, his interception. Like, yeah, you see his production? And I, I'm a production guy. I'm a production guy. I could live with mistakes as long as you produce. Yeah, Steve. I mean, he's not. Look, Mike Evans isn't perfect. Never been great after the catch. Never been a burner. And he dropped seven balls last year, and that's not the first season that he's dropped seven balls. He's done it before. Uh, and, and some of them are glaring. I mean, right in front of us. Yeah, I mean, it, it's nitpicking, Ira. There have been some tough drops, no question. Uh, he's not a perfect player, but I think he's been a bit of a burner. Actually, I mean, he's one of the better deep threats in the league. What it may look like, he may not look that fast, but he's uh, and he's not a top five speedster. But he's a he's a legitimate deep threat, and that's sort of all you need. That, that's, a a that's a fair point. He has deceptive speed, uh, Lee. Deceptive. I got a question about Evans and free agency, and real quick, Evans used to be terrible at Yak. He's gotten fairly decent at Yak in recent years, but he used to be, every time he caught the ball, he'd go down. Yep. And that, that's not the case anymore. Listen to Michael Lombardi's podcast the other night, and Mike Evans came up about free agency. And they, uh, his co-host, Lombardi's co-host, uh, Femi Abebefe, yes, that's his name. Bless you. He kind of 
he kind of poo pooed the rumors out there linking Evans to Carolina. He's like, eh, yeah, I get it, Dave Canales, but he's going to want to go somewhere where there's a winner. Well, Lombardi said, he goes, I don't know about that. He said, Devontae Adams, did he go to a winner? No, I don't think he could say that. And then Lombardi said, Lombardi being a former GM himself, goes, they're looking for the money. He goes, they want to get paid. They may say they want to win. They want to get paid. So in Lombardi's eyes, he was suggesting that don't discount Carolina. And then I remember vividly, you know, Lombardi mentioned that uh, every year there's a star that could go to a winner, but he goes for the money and goes to a losing team. And I thought of right away, Vincent Jackson, where did he go? He went to the Bucks. What did the Bucks do? Lose. And uh, so that was a perfect example right there of taking the money. We're not going somewhere, taking less just to win some games. Steve, I got a team that, uh, you know, like a lot of people in terms of Mayfield, they're looking at the Falcons, you know, trying to uh, do a double whammy, hurt, hurt a rival team, and then grab Mayfield. In terms of Evans, I'll tell you a team that I'm watching if the Bucks aren't careful and take care of business. And my cousin, who lives in Galveston, and that's Evans' hometown. And my cousin lives there. Josh Wells? And, and he's, a big, he's a big sports fan. And he's aware of, uh, you know, he's into John McClain and he's reading the Chronicle and this and that. And Lee, what he's telling me is there's plenty of chatter down there about Mike Evans as a free agent. A couple of points. One, they got $60 million mm -hmm. to spend. That's number three in the league. $60 million. Number two, rookie quarterback who was great mm -hmm. on a rookie contract. Number three. They got a good receiver, Nico Collins. Dalton Schultz is an okay tight end. They need a, another big-time target for Stroud, who's great. Hometown, Mike Evans. I'm not saying he'd give him a discount, but watch out for the Texans if the Bucs don't, don't take care of business here. I've been writing that for months, I, and I still believe it. All right, all right. Iris Cousin Irving in Houston says, look for Mike Evans. Uh, it's a possibility, a hot probability there. So there you go. We'll take that, too. I don't know where we'll take that, Ira. But uh, we could take it to Big Storm Brewing Company. They've got uh, so many good things going on. Follow each location on Facebook, Clearwater, Big Storm Clearwater, Ebor City upstairs in Centro Ebor, Amway Center in Orlando, Pasco, right there off State Road 54 on Success Drive. Uh, the Saturday in Ebor, it's the annual Fiesta Day celebration. Head up to the Big Storm Brewery tap room upstairs ten dollar taco specials five dollar tequila and margarita specials a great view of everything those shrimp tacos are flowing there the whole thing for 10 bucks hour you'll love that and of course uh, in clearwater one more day i believe uh yeah saturday you know, friday it will be uh, their small batch limited edition barrel finished bourbons will be out and ready for purchase in the Clearwater Tap Room on 49th Street. Just get to BigStormBrewery.com. See all the tap rooms, all the new beers, all the new looks. BigStormBrewery.com. Uh, our friend, Mr. Darlington, Jeff Darlington, the ESPN, the pride of Seminole High School. <laughs> and he went on ESPN earlier this week, and he said if he was the Chiefs, he'd wave goodbye to Chris Jones if they had a shot to pick up Mike Evans. Oh, I don't know about that one, Lee. I mean, that's that's out there. Wow. I, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs would have interest in Mike Evans, uh, although they've won back-to-back -back without him and without Tyreek Hill. It's crazy to say this with Mahomes. I think they're more of a defensive team right now. And Chris Jones is kind of the, uh, you know, he's kind of the bellwether. They don't have a lot up front without Chris Jones. 
think that, I, I think Jones is coming back to Kansas City. And having said that, Steve, they still could have some interest in Mike Evans on a two-year deal. I'm more fearful of Houston if the Bucks dilly-dally. Yeah, a couple of things, Sage. First, Mike Evans has made, I just looked it up, Mike Evans has made $110 million in his career. And he's not a spendthrift. He's a very low-key guy. And I think you could make the case that he might be willing to take less for a, an interesting NFL adventure with the Chiefs, just in the same way you could argue that he might want to go for the money. But I don't see him in Carolina for a couple of reasons at all, because one, that that record of a thousand yards a season is extraordinarily important to him. And he knows the quarterback was miserable last year. There's a lot of hope that the guy can turn it around, but Evans is going to be double and triple teamed with a bad quarterback. That's a great way to say I'm not catching a thousand yards. And I don't know why he would do that when the record is obviously real important to him. And they don't have a ton of cap room for Carolina. So I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'd be more concerned about uh, Dave Canales if he has influence chasing Antoine Winfield Jr., who he can grow with and be there four or five years and loves as a team leader type and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, defense is their strength. Maybe they want to build, build stronger with that. I don't know. It's just, just an opinion there. Evans, uh, I think he's going to get the money, which is may surprise Bucks fans, but I think he's going to get some serious money because he's sort of defied age a little bit, like a lot of the super elite receivers have. And, you know, I, there's going to be at least one team who thinks, hey, you know what, Evans, he's going to be 31 in August, but you know what, he's playing like he's 29, and we can, we'll, we'll pay him for three years and top dollar. So I, I don't know, Ira. Maybe it's the Bucks, maybe it's not, but Jason Light, I think, is willing to, to go the extra mile for Evans. I think it does come back to the Glazers because Light wants him to finish his career. Light knows he's valuable. They can you know stretch the cap room out, uh, but I don't know how motivated the Glazers are. There are other receivers out there and that's the thing the glazers know hey we've had success with free agent receivers before look at joey galloway although that was a trade uh, if i remember but he was very successful as an older receiver uh vincent jackson who lee mentioned finished his five-year contract and had four good years michael Pittman jr's out there was a hell of a receiver there's others i don't know i don't know how motivated uh, the glazers are or maybe you need to call somebody you made you made some good points uh, steve um Lee, I agree with the, uh, Steve uh, about the Carolina thing. I think Canales, the Canales factor, I think is minimal for Mike Evans. I do. I think it's minimal. What isn't minimal is a quarterback with a lot of question marks, not a lot of weapons around Mike Evans. You think he's double teamed now with Chris Godwin? Lee, wait, wait, wait. Wait till he gets the job. And Lee, here's, here's another one. We've been around Mike Evans for a long time, and although he's a private guy, We've gotten to know him over the years, and unlike the Devontae Adams of the world, I'm not sure it's going to come down to top dollar. Now, his agent wants that, but Mike Evans is going to make the call. I don't see Carolina as a threat, and I think they got to keep him. Lee, now, Lee, i got a question for you. When the Glazers look at this Mike Evans situation, uh, should they and will they take into consideration how much he means to their fan base, and that's dollar bills, Lee. That's dollar bills. Lee, I'm breaking news on this show, which you guys don't mind. I went to my insurance guy, and I stopped by the other day. Huge Buck fan, season ticket holder. He told me that his rep at the Bucks called him eight to ten times last week. The same person, the same phone call, 
eight or ten times last week to renew his tickets. Eight to ten times. That's the full court press, Lee. Yeah, they don't want people, they don't want the news, bad news to get out and people tell them to go take a hike. Uh, Steve Beck Evans and Mayfield. Yeah, Steve, this is a full court press for season tickets. Um, That's almost spam worthy. Eight or nine times. Yeah, and say what you want, Steve, but I'm not saying, uh, you know, Mike Evans' presence is going to be the main factor for Buck Fan to renew, but it is a factor. And I think it would be a huge turnoff, Steve, in the midst of this marketing campaign to renew tickets. And then you see Evans uh, toddle off to uh, Houston. Um, it's all tied together, Stevie. Buck fans, you know, they are attached to Mike Evans. Whether you like it or not, Steve, it, it seems clear to me. Yeah, I mean, look, they can pay these guys. They can stretch money out. They could, you know, just say, look, we're making a bold move. We're trading Vita Vea. He's old. He's a, he's getting older. He's a bigger guy. He's probably not going to last that long. He's got still got value. We're moving on, I, and clear up some room. And uh, you know, th- I don't think the fans would cry anywhere nearly as much as if uh, uh, you know Evans was gone or if Mayfield uh, they gave up on Mayfield and started from scratch. So I mean, they do have players they can move around. Lee's written about Shaq Barrett might be squeezed into renegotiating his contract. Uh, Carlton Davis is somebody they could consider moving to save some cap room. I don't know what I don't know if there's a big move on the horizon because I do believe the organization thinks, hey, yeah, you know what, we could win ten or eleven next year, and we could be right back to where we were, and maybe uh, we nail the draft and you know find uh, find a gem here that can help, et cetera, et cetera, and compete and you know be a dark horse for uh, the, the in the postseason. So here's the thing, Ira: in 2021 and in 2022, we watched the Glazers and Light be all in. Whatever we got to do, put him on the roster. We're bringing him back. We're bringing back Sue. We're we're paying Jensen crazy amount of money. We got to make sure he's back. Everybody's back because we can win this thing. They're not doing that anymore. But I don't know how far they want to stray from that. So that that's really the question. I don't think I don't think they're straying very far from it, Lee. Uh, We know how Light thinks. We know how Light thinks. Light thinks this team is contending and they got a lot of good core players. And recent history backs that up. They obliterated Philly. Say what you want about the Eagles, but they killed them. They embarrassed them. Went to Detroit and played a, uh, a a good Lions team and were very competitively. Why would Jason Light think uh, we can compete this year uh, and win this division again? And I think Jason Light's attitude a year ago when we didn't know anything about Mayfield, and I think the season reinforced Light's philosophy to the Glazers. Why should the Glazers uh, abandon that right now after they go out and uh, – and win 10 games. Lee, I don't see it. Of course, the, the Glazer family, they're somewhat secretive, I guess you'd say. And I, 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 I've given up trying to read them long ago. I, I thought I had them in a pattern. Turns out I didn't. <laughs> they are almost as unpredictable as they are secretive. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I can't get a read on what they think, what they want to do. I know they love the idea of having a franchise quarterback. I know they have all kinds of data that shows what kind of revenue that can do for a team that has a top-shelf quarterback for 10, 12, 15 years. That's the only thing I can predict from them. I know what, I know they want a quarterback, and you know we'll find out if Mayfield was that guy or not. I don't think he is, but who knows. But, yeah, I, I mean, I know White wants to win. I know Bowles wants to win because they're competitive. He keeps his job. You know, yeah. win, a, win a game in the, in the playoffs, you're, you're pretty much set. There's mystery surrounding all of this. There really is. We don't know about Winfield. We don't know about Evans. We don't know about Mayfield. 
We don't know about the draft. We don't. Every, we'll find out a lot of stuff within three weeks. We should find out something next week up in Indianapolis. There are so many ways this could go. It's uh, almost like a mini series. Steve, I think last season, what happened, how it happened, uh, has shaped uh, this franchise's philosophy, at least for the moment. Um, for example, Steve, if they went seven and ten. They wouldn't bring Mayfield back. Bowles wouldn't be here. And they'd have a new coach who wants a new quarterback. And they might tear it down. Uh, a la 2009. Bring in here comes Josh Freeman. Uh, let's see what we can do on a shoestring. That's not the case, Steve. They ended up winning nine regular season plus a playoff game is 10. They were competitive. And that is the memory that the Glazers are taking into this offseason. They are not about to tear this team down and throw Mayfield to the Wolves. That's not going to happen, Steve. It would have happened at 7-10, and 10, but it's not going to happen now. 100% would have happened. They'd have like the 8th or ninth pick in the draft, and it would be quarterback frenzy in Tampa, and it, Lee would be going crazy. It would be great, you know? <laughs> Except we wouldn't have had the wins, and fans want wins. We want wins. You know, being right there. You would have had a new coach, and you would have had a new coach. Yeah, too. yeah, and, and you know, being that far in the playoffs is a lot of fun, and that's that's why you're in this yeah. thing. So, but I, I got an important question for you, which sort of takes it all full circle. But I want to remind everybody: BillCurryFord.com. Shop there. Bill Curry. That's the family name. C U R R I E. Family owned. BillCurryFord.com. Email Sean Sullivan. He's the big boss at Bill Curry Ford. You can find him right on the website. Ask him for help. Ask him for guidance. Ask him what's coming down the line from Ford. Ask him about your trade. Whatever it is, uh, make sure you ask him for the Ira Kaufman discount because that's always in effect. And they just want to treat every Bucks fan like family there. BillCurryFord.com. Ira, Jason Light, when he talks to the media on Tuesday next week at the NFL Scouting Combine, if he's hit with the following question, which he will be, Ira, when he's hit with the question, Jason, is there any scenario whatsoever that you can envision that Baker Mayfield is not the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2024? Is there any likelihood that you believe in that that could happen? What is he going to say? I think he should say, uh, no, there's no scenario that uh, Baker Mayfield's not coming here. And Lee, the reason he can say that is uh, if all else fails, he has a mechanism Legal, which he's used before on other players. And the first illegal. <laughs> he's got a mechanism to keep Mayfield a Buccaneer. If yeah. he wants to do it, he can do it. So why should he equivocate? And that would send Buck Nation into a total frenzy. Oh if yeah. He, if he says, "Well, you never say never. You never know what's going to happen." Uh-oh. Uh Steve, he's got he's got the franchise tag if necessary. I agree. I was just wondering what you think he'll actually say if he'll just say, no, Baker's going to be back. We want him long term, but we'll make sure he's here. Or is he going to do what you said, which is, well, I don't know. I can't predict the future. You know, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yeah, Lee, he, he doesn't like to get pinned down. But you know what? I, I think Baker Mayfield would love to hear Jason Light say uh, under no circumstances, uh, is Baker Mayfield going to play for another uniform? Well, <laughs> I, I think I, uh... that's wonderful. I wouldn't say a pressing question, but a question that might give a, a moment of thought. Jason Light always looks up at the ceiling before he answers. You ever <laughs> notice that? He glances up at the ceiling, then he'll answer, you know? So, and I say that in jest. I'm not knocking him. But well, he's not, not, not in the Sistine Chapel over there, uh, 
uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to hit you with this with Mayfield. Let's say Mayfield does hit the open market for whatever reason. You know, we were talking about who's out there besides Mayfield for the Bucks. Well, who's out there outside the Bucks for Mayfield? Atlanta? You know, I talked to D. Orlando Ledbetter up at uh, Vegas, and he said he doesn't think they have the money to get Mayfield. He didn't think so. And although May, he did tell me Mayfield's name came up in Raheem's press conference. Now, I don't know if that was a question. I don't know if Raheem actually said that. That would be tampering. Yeah, that's something Raheem knows about. <laughs> you guys remember that, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, where, who would be looking for Mayfield? I can only think of Atlanta, really. Maybe well, Carolina, but I don't. Not that shouldn't be because they got young. I, you know, I'll cross that off the list. Steve, he's, he's better than at least half the quarterbacks in the league. Steve, I mean, uh, uh, in my mind. Well, um, there's still New England. New England's a wild card. Nobody knows what they want to do, and they've got cap room and a new direction. So that's hard to say. Uh, Pittsburgh is also a wild card. I mean, he yeah, that's a good one. He played, yeah. I believe, if I remember correctly, he played well against Pittsburgh, and you know, he seems like a Pittsburgh kind of guy. You know, blue collar kind of quarterback and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and obviously he's better than uh, Kenny Pickett. So looks like the Giants are stuck with Daniel Jones. Lee looks like it, but he, he could win over uh, he could win over uh, Giants fans in, in a New York minute. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Mayfield's a blue collar guy, but uh, it seems like contractually they're they're stuck with Jones. But Lee, you're right. I mean, there's not ten or twelve teams that would uh, jump on Baker Mayfield. But Lee, as you always say, all it takes is one or two. It's all it takes. All it takes one. Yeah, I mean, I guess if Mayfield left under that that wild scenario, I guess they could always, you know, bring in ten year veteran Jameis Winston on a four million dollar contract plus incentives, and there you go. You talking about the Bucks, Steve? You talking about the Bucks? Uh, <laughs> yes, I. Uh, Steve brought it up with Jameis. What do you make, Kyra? And I'm going to talk about looking up at the ceiling. Jameis Winston was on part of my Take podcast recently, and they basically asked him about Arians and the Bucks. I mean, you know, flat out, what it was like playing for Arians? The pregnant pause Jameis had while he's looking up at the ceiling, thinking of the right words. To me, that said a lot. Uh, but he was very gracious about Arians. But he painted a picture, and you know, we've heard this before from Arians, but Jameis basically said the same thing. He goes, look, he goes, uh, Byron Leftwich is running the offense. He's running the meetings. He's making the play calling. And he kind of painted a picture of Arians sort of being like a CEO or like a manager, uh, almost an observer, you know, uh, that you know everybody else under him was doing the work, and he was just kind of overseeing things. He wasn't, you know, didn't have his sleeves rolled up. He wasn't. You know, elbows up to his elbows in work. Very different from what you and I and Steve saw him in practice when he was very involved. I don't believe that, Lee. First of all, you're talking about 2019. He was gone after that. Yep, yep. Uh, Arian's first year, Steve, uh, in Tampa after a year in the broadcast booth. Steve, I have a hard time believing that in Arian's first uh, year with a new franchise that he he was an integral part uh, of, of the Buck offense. Jameis is not privy to all of Arian's meetings with Leftwich, uh, with the quarterback coach. I'm not buying it. Now, as the years went on, you know, in, in, in 21 and 22, when Bowles took over, yeah, you know, he, he uh, abandoned a lot of his responsibilities. But, Steve, we're talking about 2019. Arian's first year in Tampa. He's coming in there. Uh, and he's flexing his muscles. And they had a pretty good offense that year when they weren't turning the ball over. Plus, Ira, when he got there, he was just a young man of 66. That's nothing. <laughs> 
By the way, Steve, at Publix, I, I ran into Josh from Florida's Elite Restoration uh, last weekend. We had a little conversation. I asked him how business is doing. Steve, they're going great guns over there. Florida's Elite Restoration, one of our great sponsors. He's getting involved with uh, some home builder now in an expansion wow. mode. They're really, really doing very well. And I hope we played a little bit of a part. But, you know, most of their success has come from the team that Josh has put together at Florida's Elite Restoration. You want an honest assessment, Steve? That's where you go. Lee, do you have a final thought for Ira? No, I, I, I really don't. Ira's full of information today. All right, uh, Ira, look. We're going to break bread and Indy next week, uh, Steve. Yeah, Sage, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll, we're going to get a, a quickie podcast, another one out before that, and uh, we'll see if you have any thoughts, see if anything changes on the landscape. But uh, we'll say goodbye to you, Sage, and we'll thank everybody else, uh, Bill Curry Ford, Big Storm Brewing Company. Last word for the fans, Ira, please don't make it be about your hip. <laughs> well, guys, I have not been to the Combine since the trip folded uh, in 2016. So it's been a long time between bites at the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's. Lee, if we get there next week, you are not allowed to uh, lather that sauce uh, onto my shrimp. That's a no-no. Otherwise, it'll take me uh, two beers to, to wash down. And by the way, Steve, it would be a nice gesture on your part if you can get Big Storm to, uh, you know, maybe uh, ha- have their have their goods right in St. Elmo's for all these NFL riders. example. <laughs> And, and, and to tweet out uh, how great it is. All right, Sage. We'll see you later.